You're listening to Paul Andrigo, realestatepodcastshow.com. I create transformational real estate wealth for people just like you. Whether this is your first home that you bought two years ago, or whether it's going to be the home you're going to buy this year with me, and you're hoping that it's going to create a new lifestyle for you as a result, I'm here to help you make those decisions. It's not something you can do randomly. You really have to make sure you make the right decisions and that you have the right people in your corner. It's been said you need the right five people in your life just to be able to make a decision this big and make sure that I'm one of them. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul Andrigo here, realestatepodcastshow.com, host of milliondollarpodcasttours.com, the hottest new real reality show for real estate owners across Toronto, the GTA, and Ontario, making sure that you guys do get the million-dollar podcast tour experience on each and every listing. Today's podcast is sort of a dark subject. This is the dark side of bully offers. This is specifically for those of you who are selling and you've been talked into following the protocol of the bidding war and because you might be motivated to try that that, uh, angle, um, unfortunately, sometimes that greed might be the thing that bites you. But more importantly, it's not so much what you do. It's what your agent or the person that you're choosing to represent you is actually doing. And you might not know this, but after today, you will. So in a recent sale in the Toronto area, there was a property that sold for, I believe it was 700000 over asking. Now, when you read that, you might just think that's just another story that you've seen and you probably see it on all the usual social media and Twitter and maybe the news, who knows. But what you don't know is that it was, this particular one was actually a bully offer sale. Now, what you have to understand as a seller, and maybe you... I think a lot of you are not having this explained to you. What you have to understand is the moment you've accepted or you choose to accept a bully offer, what that says is that that agent who convinced you to do the bidding war is not is no longer confident that that price is going to get you the result. So they will decide at that point, and they'll probably give you the advice to accept that price. Not because necessarily it's the right thing to do, because it's not necessarily their fiduciary, they're not doing their fiduciary duty by just having you accept that number. And let me explain why. If you are in a position where someone is willing to bid a certain amount, and in the, all different parts of the cities, uh, the city of Toronto and GTA, there's, there's different rules that apply. But if you're in a position where 
you might be getting an offer in that would be that good. Is it possible that you might also be leaving a significant amount of money on the table even while accepting that higher bid? There's always that chance. There's always the possibility that you might be leaving a lot more money on the table because of that original tactic that will have attracted perhaps some of the best bidders, but as someone who's been doing this for 22 years, I'll tell you that some of the most qualified bidders are not the people who are lining up outside the door to bid. Some of the big money bidders, the people who are really capable of buying that house and some some of them with cash, they're probably not going to do that. They're probably not going to be waiting in a line or bidding against other people. They actually will pay the ticket or above ticket price for that property because someone will probably love that house just like you did and they'll love it enough to pay the actual full value of that house because again when you're doing it this way when when there's a bully offer that's accepted essentially again the 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 whole house of cards drops, meaning that that original plan is no longer, there's no confidence in that price anymore. So the fact is, from that point on, you have to also second guess that where is the confidence coming from? What, like, how, how do you know that this price that you're accepting is actually the right one? So that's what I want you to think about today. When you listen to this, I want you to understand that there are two sides to this coin. So there's another way to do this that I think you will prefer that I have personally been doing during when during times when the market has been doing what it's doing now, which is going from an extreme seller market to a more balanced market. It's happening. It's slow and you and you might not see it in every area, but it's slowly happening. The type of bidders, the type of strong bidders that are out there are not the 80% that will bid based on the low price. And I'm just saying that it's roughly probably 80% of those bids on bidding wars are not even in the price range where the seller wants anyways. So what I'm talking about is the other, the, the upper 20% and also the overqualified buyers. There's a lot of those out there. And again, they're not the noisemakers. They're not the ones who are... Um, making a lot of fuss sometimes about this. They'll just sort of sweep in, put their bid in, and they'll be ready to close quick. They'll have the, the they'll have the means and the ability to do so. So once again, there is a dark side to bully offers. For those of you who are selling, you need to know both sides of this conversation. And if you want to go into more details with me, by all means, reach out realestatepodcastshow.com.